This is Roger Watson, music director of Genie. We promise to deliver audio entertainment that's original, addictive, and, of course, the highest quality. And we promise to treat our creative talent ethically, fairly, honestly, and with respect. No hype, no adverts, no rip-offs, no fakes. Just audio magic with Genie. Hey, man, you awake? <laughs> I love his voice, the genie man's voice. Yeah, Roger Watson. I, I just want him to send me bedtime stories. Talk about, you know, calm and mm. down and calming down. Like, yeah, please, just yeah. you talk to me on my about to go sleep. And we're counting sheep. One, <laughs> two. <laughs> Roger, if, 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 if you reach new heights now, because you put a little bit more to sleep. Well done. Well done. And welcome to back to She Made Me Do It podcast. Yeah. Number I think 20, four, 24. 485. I, I think it's 24. Feels longer. 24. Is it? Yeah. It's good. Oh, okay. We're going to have a workout today because you're miserable. I'm not miserable. I'm fine. No, Don't. I, lo- I lost like £150 last night. So I'm just upset that I lost £150 of my own stupidity. Yeah. It might turn up at home. I don't, I don't know. I was just, you know. Do you know what, though? Like, obviously, well, when I'm not doing podcasts with you, yeah, my fun time, my fun time of the week <laughs> is I, I am a market, I'm a market provider. So I've organised right. markets. Yeah. And I don't actually set the markets up anymore because I've got older and mental mm. health and um, backache and stuff. <laughs> I employ a security team to set my market up, right? Yes. And the lovely bra- um, Glenn from the security company that I use in Portsmouth said that he's worked nightclubs and bars for the last 20 years. He got more abuse setting up the market than he did anywhere else. It's hard work. That's harsh, isn't it? It's, why are they giving him? Why, why was he getting grief for, for just, doing what? Um, it's just that you know, the traders get sent a map and they get sent yeah. where they're going to be. Not everybody opens the map, not everybody reads the instructions and they'll just rock up where they are and sometimes they're so big that you can't actually move them but the, the precinct's so small mm. it doesn't matter where the trader is because right. it will everyone will have the same amount of people looking at them. So do they get a bit of grief as in we're not in a good spot? They think they're not in a good spot. They think that they're, you know. Mm. And the thing is I keep the pictures like so, so low Yeah. just so everyone gets a chance and my thing is that I want the traders to do really well but start having a go at my security team. <laughs> <laughs> They're big lads. Don't make them cry. <laughs> Gonna sort you out, no? Yeah, Gonna but maybe. But maybe they're a little bit gun ho with them. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I digress. It's Christmas. It's not it's Christmas, Christmas yet. I'm glad you say it's not Christmas yet because I don't feel <clears throat> Christmassy at all. No, not at all. It's too warm. It's, is it because it's warm? Yeah, it is. It's warm. Oh. I saw someone walking about in a pair of shorts the other day. That's not right, is it? No, but it was 14 degrees last night when I come home. Yeah, came home about 10, 30, 14 degrees. Yeah. Had the windows open in my house. Yeah, so have I. And I've still got the, um, what's this, not being able to sleep in a quilt. Malarkey. When do you start, when do you do your decorations? When does the tree go up? Oh, I'll, I'll leave it as late as possible. Yeah, but what? But you've got the whole lovely projection window thing going on as well, <laughs> yeah. haven't you? I've got so a new what, one. So have you? We'll talk about that nearer Christmas. But okay. what? What? I, I would say I'm probably... The first week in, first week in, then I do the decorations. The first week of December. So you've got the first week of December. You do the first week of December. Yeah. Advent calendar comes out. Yeah. And your chocolate. decorations go up. Love it. My right. chocolate one a day. <laughs> I know I have so much chocolate anyway. And then I wait a week and then I put the dec- decorations up. Right. And I tend to get them down around the 28th. Okay. And I wait till the new year. 
So I'll start late because my brother's birthday is on the 15th of December. So it's always been oh, the sort of tradition that you don't put them up. L- l- let him have let his, his birthday. birthday. And then the decorations oh, l- oh, go Oh, that up. makes sense. So, yeah. But um, I'm thinking he's old now, so it don't matter. And he doesn't live with you anymore. <laughs> and he's, he's not around. So, <laughs> so it don't really matter. He lives in America. Yeah. He lives in Hayland Island. Oh, so, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just as But now, now he's a granddad. Yeah, I know. He's just a part of the world. And now he's a granddad. His decorations go up, I don't know, Obviously July the 1st. Obviously for the children. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. But what has happened, obviously, we've had all the Christmas lights switch ons that mm. are going. Uh, we had the Gunwolf Keys Christmas switches, um, which, bleh, Christmas lights switch ons fireworks, yes. which were amazing. We had Southie's ones last night. But also, the adverts are coming out. Mm. So we're going to talk, like, first off, did you watch the John Lewis advert? I've not seen it yet. I've seen it. Oh, for God's uh, sakes, I'll give you one bit of homework to watch. <laughs> and it's like, what, a minute long? Yeah, but I, I've got other things to do with my life. One minute. I don't got time. So basically, let me talk you through it. Mm. It's Elton John, as yeah. an, as he is now. Mm. On right, no, I'm going to talk you through this before you get all cynical and up. I, I can see you getting all. F- you like him anyway. So Elton John's on on the piano as he is now on the piano in a in a home. Yeah. And then suddenly there's like, you know, a bit like, have you watched Queen for Home You're Out Yeah, I've right. seen it. So it's like the story of Queen and the nostalgia. So yep. basically it's a yep. very on the long lo- same lines as the Queen movie is this advert in a minute and a half. So basically you see Elton John through the years doing his thing way back to when he's at school on the piano and his mum's in the Aww. crowd. And I'm like, I'm starting to cry now because mum's in the crowd watching him on the piano. To the point where he's come down on Christmas morning and his mum's wrapped up a piano, which he rips open and plays his first note. And he must be about three. Mm. And then it's the same piano. And then it goes back to where he is now as an older man. He's in the 80s. I think he's 70s, isn't no, he? No, I think he is in is his he 80s. 80s. And then he presses the piano a key. Mm. And it was like, and then John Lewis, you know, and, mm. and my my thinking behind this as an sort of intelligent person is John Lewis is saying, buy wisely this Christmas, buy stuff that will last for a long, Forever. long time. Yeah. That's a useful practical gift <laughs> that's sustainable. That's mm. the message I feel they're getting out. Okay. I put it out to my Facebook group yesterday to see what they thought. And it was, I hate Elton John. Oh, it's self-promotion. It's all it is, is self-promotion. Why they spent all that money on that? I think they totally missed the point of the advert. Mm. I think I think John Lewis have been too clever. Well, I spoke to Jasmine Bertles yesterday right. about Black Friday and okay. about the fact that we, we spend so much money. $3.9 billion is spent over the Black Friday period. Right. Because now, you know, it's just this... I didn't know the tradition of Black Friday, what it was all about, but it was it's the Friday after or the next day of um, Thanksgiving. So uh, that's what it is. Okay, I knew it was so American. Spent, We're yeah. going to talk about Black Friday in this podcast, actually. The whole podcast is Black yeah. Friday. Yeah. So we've got another expert coming Wonderful. in from Gunwolf Keys a land, from Landsec Securities who have uh, units all around the UK and Europe. She's coming on later on mm. today. But... Um, but what do you feel about how it, that advert? What do you think? Well, the John Lewis one. Yeah, you need to watch it, I think. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but I, I, I think, cried. I did still make me cry. If the message is there, then I th- it doesn't everything. make a difference. <laughs> At the moment, I'm just a wreck. I was just um, a little bit hungover. And I, you know what I mean? You know when you're a bit hungover in the morning, you get yeah. a little bit emotional. Everything's a little bit too much. Don't happen for me anymore. D- what, you just don't drink? Yeah. No, I don't drink a lot, but I've drunk all week. This is mm. Christmas, isn't it? My, I'm not going to be able to fit into anything. <laughs> um, Should be down in millets. Why? And then we are. We have both been talking about the outcry of the Iceland 
adverts yes. that's apparently been banned on the base of a misunderstanding misund no mis misunderstanding advertising industry advisory board clearcast have said the 92nd animated commercial produced in partnership with greenpeace greenpeace is narrated by actress Emma Thompson mm. features a cartoon orangutan who has fled the destination of the rainforest to hide in a girl's bedroom. Um, the critique of palm oil production was ruled too political by a body which is responsible for pre-approving TV adverts for their broadcast. This verdict was met with an uproar on social media with a petition now signed over 700,000 well, signatures, including celebrities like James Corden. I know you don't like him, so we'll keep him quiet. No, he's all right. He's just... pointing, <laughs> pointing out this is not a regularity body. It should have been Ofcom, should have like said if this is not not going to be on. So basically, Iceland's advert might still be aired for Christmas. It should be. It's a really, really good message. And it's true. <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. Why hide the fact that it's true? Mm. I watched the interview with the Iceland managing director and Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan just come across like a complete tit like he always does. And it was. it's made <laughs> me think a lot hi- more highly of Iceland. They've taken out yeah. all their products. All Iceland products do no longer have palm oil in them. And then they were attacking him about other things like soya beans, stuff like that. He goes, well, look, maybe next year that's our campaign. But this is our mm. campaign this year. This mm. is what we're doing this year. And to the point where his Iceland mince pies that are palm oil free are being are going in Selfridges this year. Oh. They're stocking them in Selfridges because Selfridges are so impressed with the quality of them Good. and the fact of it. So, you yeah. know, maybe everything around it has actually... Maybe they're very, very clever with their marketing thinking this is going to get... Band, so we're going to get a load more mm. pro- mobile press. Everyone's talking about it. I haven't stepped foot in Iceland for about, I don't know, 20, 10 years. Mm. Just don't even think about going in there, but I will probably go in there now. It's uh, There's one uh, up the road from me. It's about 200 yards where I live. Oh, okay. So it's handy. So, it's, yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. something quick and, and easy. I just, just don't, in the I just don't think about it. Yeah. But there oh, the, message, the message is really, really important. I, th- I thought when I was going, oh, it's, it's banned or whatever, they're trying this, and I thought... Oh, what's it, what's it all about? So yeah. I just clicked on it, and, and it's Ran and Tan, isn't it? If you want to yeah. look on YouTube yeah, yeah, and have yeah. a look. Um, but it, it is brilliant, absolutely stunning. Lovely advert. Yeah, yeah and, and really, really, really important. So, yeah, support it. Support it. Yeah, and, and you didn't know about it. I actually told you. You told me about it, and I researched it, and I was so really you did pleased you told me about. I didn't done mine. No, you, well, you know, that's why you've got me, in it. <laughs> <laughs> so this week I caught up with the lovely Joe McNamara for yep. Shop Talk and this week we're talking all about the gender pay gap. Hounds, a tailored combination of barbering and hairdressing techniques within exquisite creative space in Southsea brought to life by art and music. Hounds ethos is by combining friendly customer service with a passion for providing an enjoyable hair experience people will want to come back time and time again. Find us on Facebook at Hounds Barbers or on Instagram at Hounds underscore Barbers. For more information, try the website houndsbarbers.com. Come and get a haircut, snippety snip. Snip, clip. They have to wait for me to finish my snip. So we're back today with our shop talk at Joe McNamara Florist with Joe McNamara herself. And we've also got a special guest, Sarah Jones of SKJ Design. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hello, Lou. I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> so today... We, our subject of the day is something that's very close to my heart, is the gender pay gap. I go into schools a lot and talk to young girls from the age of 13 to 16 about, you know, worth, self-worth, 
being worth their money, being worth that sort of thing. Obviously, um, at that age, at 13, when you sit next to your other 13-year-old boy in the, in the class, you don't feel that they're any better than you or, or not better than you. Yeah. So when they get older, why why does the self-esteem in girls go down and they don't get enough money? What's your opinion on that? Um, is it possibly because girls are expected to settle down st still in this day and age settle down have a family then they might not be as effective in a company i'm not saying this that this is my opinion but is that why you know men are paid more and they're more more employable because that you you anticipate that a woman might take time off to have children i mean i do think some people they they probably wouldn't admit it but run big corporate companies or whatever might might interview a man and a woman and automatically think, well, the man is probably a safer bet because he's not going to need time off with sick children. He's not going to need time maternity leave. He's, you know, perhaps it's a safer bet. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way, but perhaps that's how they're thinking. And maybe that affects girls going into the workplace. Maybe they feel that maybe they're made to feel a little bit less. So you think it's, Going back to the day, the ripe old age of when your mum and dad were at home, the dad was the breadwinner and the mum was at home being a homemaker, which obviously these day and age, you haven't got the option to do that because it costs so much to be at home. You have to go work, living so much. Like Sarah, you are, are the managing director of your company for the last 10 years, 15? Yeah, about that. Quite a while. So have you ever interviewed um, boys and girls and thought differently for that sort of situation for your own company? Um, if I'm being completely honest, a lot of my employees are men and this is a really interesting point because I don't consider myself a feminist a lot of my employees are men because it's a physical job and without being sexist because I would I would put myself into a bracket of of not being sexist when I advertise for a position for a carpenter or for a labourer etc I would have male applicants so I don't actually have the opportunity to interview a woman for that kind of role but there's no reason why they couldn't do that role if a woman came to me and she was a trained carpenter or she was interested in being a labourer then I'd absolutely employ her it's, it's, it's a hard one because obviously like we were talking about this earlier with some other people and we, we were talk in the shop, shop talk. Yeah. And it, I think sometimes like there was, we were saying about um, physical work, like if you're going to go out and dig the road and, and do that, it's not necessary that, that a woman can't do that. It's not for every woman because of physical thing. But like we were saying, you could get like a bit of a weedy man that can't do that job either. So in a way, we are quite evened out. We're quite equal when it comes to physical work these days. But also, what about evolution? What about the fact that the man, if you go back hundred, if you go, if you go back as far as you can, the woman generally, traditionally had that role of doing the cooking. Even in kind of caveman times, you would expect the man goes, the hunts the beast, spears the beast. The woman cooks it. it yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like we're in an age now where we're not necessarily, we haven't left that, but we're not still in that. So I think it's a, it's a really confusing place to be in, in society, because I don't know whether I should have children and stay at home and look after them. I don't know whether my husband should go make the money. Where in reality, 
I haven't got a husband, I haven't got any children, and I'm making my own money. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not. Are we stuck somewhere, or are we just are we are we just coming out of it? Is it yeah. that it's our generation that are saying, "Well, I like earning my own money, and I don't want to be stuck at home with children," or you know, is it because is it the next generation that will fight for equal pay, and it will be it will transition is it millenn- into? Is it when the millenniums or the yeah. millennials yeah. get to a certain age that things are actually going to change. change. Well, it's also the, the bosses are be younger coming up the ranks and yeah, they've true. grown up on us banging on about gender pay gaps. Wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. It's like, obviously now uh, companies are all being transparent. I remember my first ever job was Sainsbury's, like stuffing jam and donuts is my first <laughs> job. And on the wall, it showed what everybody was earning, what everybody oh, earned. Really? And that was back in 1988. So they were very progressive. Right. But And I think, again, women are very worried about talking about... Say, for example, you won... A, 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 you're a florist. You won an award doing a, a big wedding. Yeah. You probably wouldn't in 100 years tell someone how much you earned off that job because it's just not something you don't talk about. But maybe we should start celebrating the fact that we're, ma- we're women and we're making money and it's not a problem. And, yeah. and if your husband a wants man, to... St- uh, there's, there's men that would brag about it. Yeah, exactly. Men that is, comes naturally to them. It, like my a, husband will say, I've earned this, I've, I've made this. I, I wouldn't dream of discussing money with anyone. No. But also, so, I think it's very hard for a man as well because if a, man, if, a, if a man's wife or girlfriend or partner is making a lot more money than them, I think it must be quite difficult for a man that's been brought up in a society where they are supposed to be the breadwinner and if they're not, they're not manly or they're not successful. Do you see what I mean? still looked upon like, oh, check him out. He's well, still he's at home looking yeah. after the children. Exactly. That is such a sad society that we live in. I think um, we're re- it's a really interesting subject. We can talk about it all day. I would be really interested in how this, what you think. Please email us in on shemademedoit at gmail.com. But yeah, so gender pay gap, all we can say is tell our children just just be self be have self-esteem have self-worth you are what you're worth you you are exactly the same worth as your quality yeah quality really when it comes to to the gender pay gap but thank you girls thank you so much thank you you. (laughs) 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 leave their furry friend at home alone and thanks to four paws doggy daycare in portsmouth you don't have to We provide a home away from home where your dog will enjoy spending time with our other visitors, all in a safe environment with our specialist Four Paws team. You can also see all the fun your companion's having by following us on social media. Open 7am till 7pm, seven days a week. We have all the facilities to make sure your dog has a wonderful time with us. Visit fourpawsdoggydaycare.co.uk. Well, thank you, Joe McNamara. That was really good um, insight into their opinions on the gender pay gap. But, you know, that's a whole nother bottle of wine, isn't it, Darren? So I think what we need to do is a proper podcast on the gender pay gap and yeah. investigate it more. Yeah. But we are joined in the studio now with our special guest for this celebration of Black Friday, which is about to come upon us, mm. is Yvonne Clay from Landsec and our very own Gunwolf Keys. Hello, Yvonne. Hello, hello. Nice to be here. Nice to see you. I've seen you fleeting when you were here once as you came running out the studio. So it's nice to see you in the flesh. Thank you very much. That's me being being polite. (laughs) That won't last. (laughs) So Black Friday has only been, I think, in in like big in the UK, I would say the last four years. Probably about that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously, we all know it sort of stems from America. Yeah. So it was always the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which is why it 
yeah. falls on on that Black How Friday. How long has it been going on in America? Then years and years and years. Oh, I think quite a long time. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, sort of the the electrical kind of giants really sure. got involved, and it uh, it became a it became a, a real sort of thing, and then it became almost too big a thing, and uh, and uh, and it's kind of evolved now into just being a really great pre-Christmas shopping day. So it's handy in a way because nobody's got any money, so it's quite nice to have this sort of like limited time offer to get your presents. But then it's sort of like, I feel like it maybe shy, shies away from the January sales because January sales aren't really a massive thing anymore. So maybe it's sort of changed into the January sales, but it's earlier, which makes more sense because everyone needs to buy stuff before Christmas, doesn't it? Do you get me? Well, the funny thing is, <laughs> I do get you, but our Boxing Day sale is still it's one huge. of the biggest mm. days of the shopping calendar and people just love it. Um, and I guess it's very similar actually to Black Friday if you think about it. So the Boxing Day sale is when, you know, people have been inside with their family for Christmas and as we know because people actually queue for the offers, ah. they can't wait to leave the house and get out. And, so is that your biggest day of the year, do you think? Um, one of our biggest days, definitely Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, with the winter sale. But of course Black Friday is exactly the same thing. From an American perspective, you know, everybody was at home with their families for Thanksgiving and they all wanted to sort of get outside, do something and spend some time together the next day. I I, I have a moan about this. Oh, no. (laughs) Come on, Darren. Come on. Because I I worked in retail for X amount of years in London and all around. Yeah. Um, And the thought of working Boxing Day in retail would just kill me. Because I think Christmas is a special time that you have with your family. You only get to see you know, certain yeah. people at certain times. And all of a sudden the shops are open up. So all the people you might be able to see, they've now gone and... Gone shopping. Oh, they're working. I so, mean, it's a really challenging one. And, mm. you know, I've worked in retail for years. So I've, you know, very much done the same thing. The whole Boxing Day, the late nights and everything else. Yeah, yeah. I think, though, what, what we need to recognise is things have changed a huge amount. Mm. So actually, when you think about the cost of childcare, for example, for a lot of women... Working weekends, working evenings, working those bank holidays, somebody's at home looking after, you mm. know, they've got, they've got their other half at home looking after the kids. So actually, it, it they really want to work those times because it means they can be a little bit more flexible. So I think it's a bit, you know, I, I always say you need to be the right type of person to walk, work in retail. And part of it is that, you know, there is that flexibility around hours because yeah. we um, we open our stores very much based on when people want to shop. That's really that's really important. We're not gonna mm. we're not gonna open and you open, open our stores exactly. What I loved about Gumball Keys when it first opened. So but again, apologise, but how long has Gumball Keys been open now? Seventeen. Years. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen wow. years. 17 yeah, years. eighteen wow. years in February. I think seventeen or eighteen years in February. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but I always thought because I'd been to America as a child and I've been since as an adult, but before I went to Gumball Keys, I felt it very American. I loved it. It was very bright beautiful clean it was big shops it was big decorations obviously you've got lovely big christmas decorations so i i love going there because i always feel like it's you're in a different place it doesn't feel like you're in the city of portsmouth it feels like you're in a different and its own like bubble well it was when it was designed hmm. gun keys many years ago and it wasn't designed by lansec actually we bought it sort of later on um that's how it was. It was almost designed as a total community because when you think about it, there's office space, 
there's residential space and there's the shops as well. So the idea was it was almost sort of literally, as you say, a very kind of American idea of everything in one place. Yeah, mm. restaurants, restaurants, cinema, there. bowling yeah, alley. Absolutely. Yeah. And even to the point that, you know, transport links, you think about where it's, you know, you've got the train station, the bus station, had its own marina, so, you know, you could travel by boat. So it's really sort of fascinating kind of concept. Built quite a lot, actually, based around um, a shopping centre in Cape Town. In South Africa. Oh. Um, so again, if, if any of the listeners have, uh, yeah. have been to Cape Town, they yeah. might kind of get, oh, I kind of get it, where there's a big sort of waterfront shopping centre. So that was kind of the original concept. Yeah. So where the high street's dying, Gunworth Keys have seen to nailed it to the point where you're oversubscribed with visitors. You're at your, you know, you're, you're, you're bursting, aren't you? Every time we go in there, it's so buzzy. Oh, we are so, so busy. not bursting. You are we have so bursting. We have got so much room we can <laughs> so, take on board. So do you reckon it's because the one, obviously it's an outlet centre. So people are, are liking that bargain feel. And obviously with Black yeah. Friday coming up, you've got a bargain on top of a bargain. Yeah. So it's like a double... Double saving. whammy, yeah. So one, you've got that. Two, obviously, you've got everything there. If you want any sort of restaurant around the world, it's there. And obviously, the the clean, the bright, the lovely. It feels like you're ha- you're visiting somewhere you can get away yep. for the night, yep. it's diff- even though it's just the end of your road. Is is it? Do you think because the high street needs to change, it needs to evolve? You think that they've nailed it because of what you've got there? Is that why it's so popular? Um, I don't think we've necessarily. I'd I'd never say we nailed it. And and I think the reason I never say we nailed it is because if we ever do that, we'll stop moving forward and we'll stop oh, looking at new enough. ways of working. Yeah. Um, and actually, I think that almost is, is what we have to be. We have to constantly evolve, constantly push what we do, look at different ways of engaging with customers. Um, and I think that's what's been very difficult, perhaps, for the high streets to do and some of our more traditional shops to do is, you know, what do customers want? And in today's world where they want everything within 30 seconds, where you can buy anything online, where, mm. you know, you, you've got that sort of piece. Next day delivery. Next, oh, well, what about next day? Within an hour, you know, I mean, mm. it's it's crazy. Um, and that has, you know, that's the, and that landscape has changed so quickly. I mean, you guys more than anybody think about podcasting and social media and all that type of thing. I mean, Facebook's what twelve years old. Mm. We, you know, it didn't even it's exist huge. twelve yeah. years ago, yeah. and now it's. I think there's more users on Facebook than there is in China. So you know, it's, it's a kind of a crazy <laughs> sort of changing world, and we we do our best to try and keep ahead of it. Mm. Um, but I think you know, for high streets, that's become really difficult. It does involve quite a lot of investment that I think yeah. people don't realise. Mm. And, and and I think it involves, you know, really different ways of working and thinking about things. Mm. Um, but, you know, for us, we would love, um, using Portsmouth as an example, we would love Portsmouth to have an absolutely thriving high street. Yeah, We're not a high street. You no. know, we are an outlet shopping centre. Yeah. But, but so you're a destination though, aren't you? Ex- very much so. And and that's, that's kind of our reason for being. So, you know, for us... Um, you know, what does good look like? A fantastic, thriving high street in Portsmouth, mm. you know, and, and we that's why we do so much sort of with other people around the city because we, we want to put Portsmouth on the map. You this know, is we actually want a good point be good. Um, because you have got a bit of weight behind you being the company where it's... How many um, sites do you have in the UK? Goodness, I'm going to say at least sort of 17 You're or right, 18 we'll hold you big, to thank you, big <laughs> retail centres. From, from Portsmouth to Scotland's. Yeah, literally Buchanan Galleries um, yeah. up in Scotland. Then we've got um, Blue Water, yeah. um, which most people will have will have heard of, I'm sure. But we also uh, Landsec also in sort of huge tranches of London. So if anybody's been up to, on the train to London, Victoria recently and, and seen a lot of the building work going on there, they've they've invested in there, reinvested reinvested sort of in that entire area. And 
and it's very kind of sustainable so you know looking at how they can you know make sure there's enough power in the area all sorts of really fascinating interesting and interesting stuff a lot of the public probably don't realize is that when they do the huge campaigns for uh, visit portsmouth in the summer we go in the we go in the underground we do yeah. loads of advertising we do video we do marketing on this heli and a lot of that money has come from groups of people in Portsmouth yourselves I yeah. think the dockyards dockyard Mary Port, Rose Port City Council, Portsmouth City Council all joined together as one pot of money to make this massive yeah. advertising and all your Christmas lights switch on yeah is absolutely the decorations are beautiful the firework display is something you would see in America it's amazing and what's beautiful about it is it's like two barges in the middle of the so we say yeah. Solent or what would you call that the, the yeah. harbour yeah, yeah. Harbour. Yeah, yeah. so no matter what the weather is it's safe to send them off because you're like yeah. you're quite clear you've got the the, the, the harbour master sort of on, on track we, we, would you believe we have to close we have to ask permission to close the harbour well, it's quite frightening I, I, because you, you know it's, it, uh, you nobody's to allowed to move a boat it's crazy <laughs> yeah so you've got it on lockdown but you know and then I you, we were lucky enough because you invited us along to um, the reception there and we looked down and there was oh god I can't do you know the footfall numbers or are you not allowed to say I'm not really allowed no, to say no that's fine but let's I'll say look, lots lots of people <laughs> and they were all so happy and I feel like obviously where Portsmouth is a relatively poor city a lot of people haven't got the money to come and spend on fireworks and it's obviously it's dangerous to have fireworks in their back garden yeah. it's dangerous to the fact that they can come for free once a year and see this phenomenal show that you would probably normally see in america or london or you know what i mean it's just hats off to you i was you know it makes me want to cry i think it's so good that you do that every oh, year do you find that you. really important um it's a it's it's really interesting you know one of the things that we we want to do as a as a company is is make sure we're supporting portsmouth you know we're here and the people of portsmouth are brilliant around Gunwolf Keys. You know, whenever we sort of ask people what they think, they are so positive mm. about Gunwolf Keys. And, and dare I say, you know, the majority of people in Portsmouth are really proud of Gunwolf Keys and they bring their friends and family here and they talk to people about it. And I think it's our way of, you know, thanking them and, and, and having a chance to, to give something back and, and also to kind of say, come see what's new down here. Because, mm. yeah, maybe, you know, we recognise not everybody um, can, you know, always afford to buy from some of the brands that we have there. But, you know, even coming down, watching the boats go by, grabbing a grabbing a coffee yeah, and sure. sitting out, you know, there, there's there's kind of, we like to think, something for everybody. And even the cinema, you know, five oh, pounds so now um, with always, their we're deal. We're always raving about that, I say five pounds, four ninety nine. I'm sorry, <laughs> four ninety nine. But But also you've got new outlet stores like Yankee Candles. You can buy yeah. a really big candle mm. for like three pounds. Yeah. It's, but there's, if you really look, there is some really good offers in Ex- there. Exactly. And it's just, you know, and, and um, Wittard, their tea bar, I tried their Christmas tea last I week. That. I've got, I bulk buy that. Oh, well, it's, it's amazing. I've not tried that. Well, a little secret I always bulk buying all about Portsmouth Tea's Christmas tea mm-hmm. sadly he's gone gone down he's oh. shut down so and I was unboxing him where's your Christmas tea I need your Christmas tea because I haven't got any so I basically ran to Wittards <laughs> and bulk buying all this Christmas tea so it lasts me for the year because oh. I love it all year round and you don't normally get it at Christmas well it so. smells like mulled wine mm. so nice Um, sadly no no Good, good for me. There is no alcohol in it. Sorry, I was a. Uh, please edit that out, just in case my mother That's listens. That's not why I drink it. <laughs> but it, it absolutely smells amazing, and, and and something like that is just a really nice treat. You know, come yeah. down. Couple of you know, couple of glasses mm. of Christmas tea, and you can sit and watch the boats go by, and, I th- I and think that's what, good. What were you, you've got there? Obviously, the the the, the field and keeping it as much local as you possibly can with some of the trailers that you have mm. there. But also, it offers a, a direct competition to them, like up the road. Because 
Cascades and now uh, in the northern quarter. Well, no, quarter. it's West Key, isn't it? Yes, I'm on about them. Oh, Mark. okay. Yeah, so, so obviously people would think yeah. that they make that as a huge destination to go shopping, but you've got Gunwalk Keys. Absolutely, yeah. That easily can compete with them. But it's so much easier to get around, isn't it, Gunwalk yeah. Keys? West Key is an absolute nightmare to get around. The way they designed it, it's just, have you been? I've, it's, I, a, it's like a big I may, I may have been just for competitive <laughs> yeah. uh, activity, of course. <laughs> but but I guess, you know, what people say they like about Gunwharf um, is is the fact that it's open and they've got the sea. So they always say, mm. and we don't, you know, we don't have any music that plays. We don't, we don't yeah. have But um, people always say, God, you know, the atmosphere is really lovely. And I think that's because it's it's natural atmosphere. You mm. know, so the boats go by, the stuff, the stuff that you've got a bit of space, you can walk around by the canals and enjoy that area. So it just feels very different, and mm-hmm. you know you are right. Spatial, spatial wise, yeah. you have got room. You're not yeah. falling over everybody. Yeah. Right? there are sort of areas. You, can, you, you yeah. never feel like you're in the way. People getting in your way. It's, it's, it's even though it's just phenomenally uh, busy. You're not, and you can go and take a bit of time out, as I say, and grab a coffee or grab a bite to it, whatever yeah. it might be. I mean, you can even you know just wander wander around, which I often do in the summer. Just wander, uh, you know, down down towards South Sea along the waterfront you know follow the little chain yeah, route and back you. again yeah. and it's you know it's just it's just a nice it's it's a very sort of nice lovely place to be and and actually what we've what we've found is a lot of people particularly from areas like South London for example so you know we're, we're being able to pull them down here because they love being by the seaside they yeah. love the space and actually that's bringing people into the city and bringing people into this into the city to spend money and you know much as you might say oh gosh but that's just money maybe spent at Gunwharf but when you think about how many people are employed there you think about the rates those businesses pay you think about the the money coming in from the residents that live there actually economically it does add you mm. know a lot of value to Portsmouth um, yeah. so you know the more people that we can get coming into Portsmouth um, and hopefully you know what we all want to do is get people coming into Portsmouth and staying a bit longer yeah sure you know? coming back exactly well, telling people about it or, or coming for on. a weekend rather yeah. than just a day you know so they can because you know I'll take anybody to the Mary Rose or the dockyard mm-hmm. or up the spinning Town. it's mm. fantastic you know yeah. we don't sort of always remember how lucky we are and what we've you know what we've got here it's, it's you are spot on. I, I lived in London for about 15 years and when I moved back you suddenly think it is on your doorstep, and sometimes because yeah. it's on your doorstep, you don't go and see it. But yeah. when you do, you think this is incredible. The Mary Rose Museum is outstanding. Oh, it is. And, it's amazing. And, and they say the backdrop, you will never find a backdrop that Gunwolf no. Keys has got anywhere in the world. I don't care who, wherever you've been. Exactly. It's, just, it's, it's really, really unique. And what, what you do, you, you've made successful, is the fact that you say, you know, a cup of coffee, no matter what's going on in the, in the world and what you're in your life, and you're thinking, I've got to spend, spend on this, and I've got to spend on that, and that's all coming out. Cup of coffee, downtime. Look at these yachts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a bit of calm. Yeah. But that's all you need. A bit of calm. Yeah. A bit of calm. But also, I, I don't know, I've been lucky enough sometimes to, to, to be able to go up to the, up the Spinnaker Tower. And I once went up there and somebody said to me, oh, well, you know, it's pouring with rain or oh, you won't have a great view. Oh, my God, it was amazing. Mm. It was just it, it was just getting dark and it was absolutely torrential rain and it was it was phenomenal. It was like the most one of the most atmospheric sort of mm. places I've ever been oh, to. I'd love to go up um, there when there's a storm, like oh, a thunderstorm. It'd be amazing. And it, 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 weighed, it, it moves with the wind, doesn't it? It's sort of designed to now you've, of... now you've told me that, I'm not quite oh, really? so keen. Yeah. Don't, don't look at me for that one. <laughs> You're not good at heights. No. So um, moving back to advice now for Black Friday. Oh, yes. So... You must be a clever shopper. Being at Gunwolf Keys, I know I shop probably so much in there, it's terrible. <laughs> I like to think I'm I'm a very, very savvy shopper. Okay, oh, so yeah. have you got any tips? Obviously, Black Friday coming up. 
do you think people should do a recce? She, obviously, a lot of our listeners... This is a, a podcast that goes out on Spotify, but a lot of our listeners are Portsmouth-based. Oh, so yeah. they could probably come and do a recce, maybe. Well, what do you think? Doing a recce is, is one approach. Yeah. But I think it's, it's all that sort of time planning. Mm. You know, if you think you're going to come down on Black Friday for an hour, I think, you know, I'd say probably think again because the offers are there and we've got Christmas coming up. Yeah. Um, we're open really late um, so we're doing 9am to 9pm on the Black Friday and the Black Saturday. Okay. Now, we know that it'll be really busy between, let's say, 12 and 3. Because mm. that's by the time everybody's, you know, got out of bed, made a decision, had a thought about things, <laughs> you know, taking the, distance, kids, yeah. taking the kids to football, whatever it might yeah. be. Um, you know, it's, it's when it's so, you know, my advice is plan early or go late. Yeah. I think that's good. In terms of doing a recce, you can do a recce or you could just go on our website. Okay. Or look on, um, you know, social media. Yeah. And just sort of get your get your head in the game in terms of well, what are the offers? Because the last thing you want to do is leave, and then you know you you bump into somebody at work the next day who goes, "Oh my God, have you seen my new Kate Spade bag? You know, it was fifty percent off everything it, or whatever it might be." Yeah. And you're like, not "How did I that. not? How did I not go into Kate <laughs> yeah. Spade and get that bag fifty percent off?" Um, and yeah, I mean, I can give you a little sneaky. Please, that would be amazing. Do you want a few yeah, because this will go Come out. On. I'm hoping. I'm thinking this should go. We'll send this podcast out Wednesday, this Wednesday coming. Okay. Well, and Black Friday's this Friday. It'll so. all be on our website yeah, by then. Okay. So that's perfect. But you know, the sports brands are going really big, and we know that sort of this whole athleisure, this oh, whole like sports that. thing. So <laughs> I can tell you that Nike and Under Armour will both be thirty percent off everything. Wow. Adidas are twenty five percent off everything, and Asics are forty percent off. Wow. Everything. wow. And that's obviously off their outlet prices. Okay. So I mean, wow. you know, that's a that's a lot to start with, and yeah. especially so I mean, two days only. It's uh, black. No, it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Um. So all three days, they're all they're all going. So I mean, there are you know, I've got a teenager in my life, and her, and you know, nieces, nephews, all the rest of it. Sportswear is just mm. it. You know, if, mm. if it's not the right pair of shoes mm. or you know oh, the right we athleisure. About that today, yeah, right? we've just we've just been talking about oh. yeah, what to what to wear, what not to wear. I know <laughs> it's got to be the right brand, and you know, um, so the, so that's an interesting way of really getting ahead. If if people want a couple of you know a couple of bargains there, but it's not just the sportswear. I mean, obviously we do some. You know, we've got some great bag companies. So we've got Kate Spade. We've got. Michael Kors, we've got Coach, we've so got Furlan. So have Furlan. they let out what Kate Spade's doing? I know that Kate Spade are doing 40% off wow. everything. I know that Furler are doing up to 50% off, um, sort of over half their store. And again, this is off the outlet prices, so, you know... Well, yeah, the prices are re- reduced already, so you, you've exactly. now got 40% off. Well, exactly. So, and, you know, a lot of the fashion brands are doing really well as well. That's so, good. you know, Head mm. Baker are 25% off. Karen Millen uh, are at least 30% off. They've got 50% off some things. Um, Original Penguin, the guys and some yeah. of the kids wear in there. They're doing 30% off everything. you've got a big diesel store now? Yeah, they've got... Open? Yeah, they've got... Um, up to fifty percent off on a lot of their on a lot of their lines. So and uh, one that caused a bit of a stir when I when I got it leaked to Love Southsea recently was that Pandora's opening up in Gunwolf. Pandora know? have opened. They've opened. They've oh opened. My God, and, yeah, and American is, vintage. This is such as well. an e- and mm. and yeah. you've got Cozy Club opening. Is that a couldn't possibly comment? Right. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. We'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got you've got um so Pandora. In a way, I think it's quite a reasonable priced jewellery company. Yeah, yeah, really popular so, as well. Such a great following. Again, on the lines of Yankee Candle. Yeah. 
I'm imagining these offers are going to be, do you know what they're going to be offering out for their open? Do you know what? They haven't told me yet. So I wish they had. Right. Okay. But, so but it's, it's a bit of an even better if for us, Pandora, because they're a great, you know, they're a great brand. People mm. really like them. Um, and the chance to be able to buy things, you know, again, at that sort of at least kind of 30% off, we'll make, you know, will make a difference and hopefully means. Totally. You know, we've talked about our, our little strap line this Christmas is kind of gift big, spend less. Mm. So the idea being that you can still get um, lovely, lovely gifts for people and gifts that people really want. But hopefully, mm. you're doing it kind of within your budget, savvy. and we're giving you, yeah, we're giving you the chance to just yeah. be a bit savvy about the way you shop. Mm. Well, like Pandora is like proper silver. It's like really good mm. quality stuff, and it's. You're looking at me as if I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. know. I don't I know. know you're a Pandora guy. But I'm, you know, I've, I've just looked down. I, I've got this big bling watch on today, which is a Michael Kors watch that yeah. I got from the watch station a couple of years ago, Black Friday, and I mean. I, I, I can't remember exactly how much the watch was, but I know it was less than fifty pounds. It's crazy, wow. and it is a mental. I mean, it's a real right big flinger. I did. I did. Um, um, it's like fantastic. <laughs> I think I did the same with the Links of London. Originally, it was like when well, you know the China ones, yeah, the China Links, the white China watch, which looks like a Chanel watch, which I can never afford in the rest of my life. But I, I love the Links of London. It was four hundred pounds retail, and I got it for about I think it was like seventy-seven pounds yeah. on Black Friday. So mm. it's huge, huge offers. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think, you know, all we need to say is take take the time, have a mooch around, you know, um, and see what you can find. Because I think there will be offers for everybody there. And especially, you know, if you've got an idea of who you want to buy for, yeah. I'd almost say Make go with list. an idea yeah. of, of what you want to do because you'll regret it. I think probably afterwards, it's not the time to go, well, I won't get that today. I'll come back. And That's the gone. only challenge. It'll yeah. either be gone or, mm. of course, the prices will go back up again. Yeah. So... Don't kick yourself afterwards. There you go. Um, <laughs> get there early or get there late. That's yeah, my advice. Miss all, miss all the goodens. Yeah. No, but thank you and, so and, much. And book in, book in <laughs> for, a, for a little bite afterwards oh, so you okay. can before kind we, of before, enjoy that what's sort of thing. Before we, we, we wrap up, um, what's the future plans? What's the dream for Gumworth now? Oh. I mean, God, that's that's a really Deep. tough one to answer. <laughs> I think, as I said before, you know, the, the, the main thing is that we don't stand still. So, you know, we will look at um, what can we do development wise? What can we what can we do to support um, Portsmouth City as well? You know, we, we work a lot with them. Um, what can we do to get people, you know, staying in Portsmouth for longer? Um, what brands do people want, want, really want here and what's going to kind of make the difference and mm. working with them to try and bring them along? But yeah, we've got at least I'm just thinking, four back, back, four back new restaurants. Mind. I think four new restaurants by the summer. Yeah. Um, back uh, in my mind, there must be shops who are dying to get into Gumball, but you've gone. You know what? Maybe not. And uh, we're very lucky because you know we are booking the trend in terms of leasing. We we mm. you know. I, th I think the leasing terms call it active pipeline. We have an active pipeline of brands that yeah, want to shops, come. Shops don't stay empty for um, very long. Yeah. And normally there's already, oh, already someone oh yeah. in there behind the scenes building their own. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, it's really good. So, you know, we, we have brands that we want to come here. Not all of them um, want to come here, unfortunately, but the majority do. So we're quite lucky. Yeah. Good. Yeah, very good. Lovely. Well, it's been lovely to meet you. Yeah, and you thank you very much for coming in. Thank you very much. Yeah. And yeah, get down. Come shopping on Black Friday. <laughs> you know you want to. It's a, dest it's a destination. There you are. That's what yeah. you want. Lovely. Good to meet you, Yvonne. Take Thanks, care. Thanks, guys.